All right, welcome in to another episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Uh, this is going to be a banked episode, but now it's just coming to you live. So uh, welcome in, Matthew, coming from the couch. Little, you've done them all. You've done, you've done in-studio, you've done Zoom, and now you've done from the comfort of my living room. What it's by far the most comfortable. It is. I'm probably gonna have to have you eat the microphone, <laughs> just so just so we get some good audio levels. Um, if it sounds tough, we're doing our best here. Low budget, no budget production, um, <laughs> but we are enjoying a college football Saturday here in. Uh, sunny Phoenix. Uh, Matthew came down and watched a heck of a college, high school football game last night, and uh, and uh, on his bye week. So we're just hanging out, watching a little film, both getting ready for our our next week's game. But uh, appreciate you coming down, seeing some uh, seeing some Arizona high school football. Was uh, talked a little bit about the bands playing, yeah. What was the at, what was the atmosphere <laughs> like for you? No, it was it was exciting. Honestly, it was uh, it was one of the more fun atmospheres I've ever been around in terms of high school football. I think one thing you had brought up to me was that the bands get to play the whole time throughout the game, which is crazy to me. Uh, just just in terms of that, so I think that part in terms of the entire schools being so involved across the board was really, really fun. Um, just, just in terms of, you know, even the cheer squads were cheering for each other and like, you know, during the halftime and, and all that stuff. So I think that part was, was really, really neat. Um, just because that brings up, you know, how important it is for the whole school to be involved right. with the football right. program, you know? So, um, the bands, both bands were getting really, really rowdy and, and being loud, you know, almost the entire time that the opposing offense was on the field. Um, and that was cool. I mean, that's something that we don't even get at the college level. Like they can't play in the game. And right. so for that to be the atmosphere at high school in Arizona, um, I think that's really cool. It gives a really ch- cool, challenging experience and um, almost neutralizes the home field at times, you know, which is kind of weird. It's kind of wild to think about. Yeah, it is nuts. Um, Millennium had, a, they have a really good band. Mm-hmm. Ours is pretty good, but Theirs is really good. I think it's okay to acknowledge when somebody's better yeah. at something. Yeah. Uh, they also had one of those big uh, boom boxes. I don't know if you can I hear music that. all yeah. night too. Yeah. Like they were playing like actual <laughs> music the whole time. Uh, and it's, I mean, it is fun. That first game down in Tucson, dude, I remember, I remember calling plays and I'm like, is the band ever going to stop? You know, like it didn't, it didn't hit me until I was trying to call a play. And then it was just like all this added noise and whatever into the atmosphere but um it's a it makes it for a lot of fun especially when both bands go mm-hmm. um like when we went to south mountain like only our band came mm-hmm. uh, they might have had a little bit of a band but like we did a halftime show at their place our marching band yeah um i don't know did they have both bands on the field um, at halftime it was only it was only willow's band okay was the only one that went out there and then they did the um cheer team and team as well and that was kind of cool just just in terms of like millennium's dance team and everyone came over to your guys' sideline was like cheering for them during during halftime yeah that's what that's why i was just like what is going on right now like 
uh, are we not opposing teams right now? Like what, <laughs> you know? So it was, it was pretty cool, but I think, um, I think those teams compete against each other outside of like football. Yeah. So I think they probably get decently close. I would think maybe that's a little different atmosphere just on the competitive side of things. I think we're used to be, you know, <laughs> kind oh, yeah. of the opposite towards your opponents. Well, and I think, I mean, that's probably just a 2023 thing in general, mm. like uh, the kids in general, like they, they play like seven, they're on like different right. seven on teams and stuff. Right. And they yeah. play other things. And, Especially with like, you know, we're coming up on the Valley Vista game in a couple of weeks and that mm. high school is six blocks away and kids go between the schools, you know, whatever. But right. um, I think there's so especially like so many of those kids could have went to elementary school somewhere together right. or, been, right, you know, yeah. and then they decided like their families decided like they're going to go to Willow or they're going to go to right. Millennium, right. whatever. Uh, it's just a different a completely different vibe, um, but uh, well, even it's even a different vibe compared to like where we grew up. It was oh like, yeah, you weren't gonna be caught dead hanging out with Jackson kids. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And like same for me for like Maple River, New Richland, like all those schools. It was like no, we hated every other school around us. Right. Like we were not. We weren't gonna do sevens with them. Like we weren't gonna do any of that type of stuff. And that, like I remember running into this. Maple, uh, no, he was New Richland kid that I wrestled against. And he was like, dude, what's going on? And it was just like, oh, shit, like we can be cool now because yeah. we're done with high school. You right. know, like it was it, and and running into those guys at like a college party or something. It was just like, oh, this is cool now. Like we're yeah, we're chill. normal dudes, you know, so I, I don't know. I think that is more of a this age of guy, like because I know our guys even like at Hamlin, like some of those guys will train with uh, some of the guys that we play against. Sure. And so they're like they're cool with those dudes. Right. But when it comes to like Saturday, they're obviously different. but. You know, I, I think that part's way different than the stuff we. And I wonder if a lot of that too is like at the college level, like a lot of those guys played together. Mm. You know, I'm sure. Or mm. I mean, same thing. Like, especially I'm sure in the metro, how many yeah. of those kids played like U sports or something together? Mm. Yeah. You know, it, whatever. But it's just it's it is just a wild uh, thing to see. And um, Millennium had a kid pull off an all time trash talk move. Um, <laughs> slid into the DMS of like <laughs> all of our players, girlfriends. <laughs> and, uh, he backed it up, man. Uh, he played well. He he, he he's a, he's a heck of a player. And that's a, that's a, that's a pretty pro move. Honestly, I, uh, when they told me like, Oh, 24, whatever he, he hit up all of our girlfriends <laughs> or like he went on Instagram and like any of our dudes that had uh girls tagged, in pictures, he just like <laughs> slid into their DMs, which I thought was one hilarious. Uh, I kind of thought like that kind of trash talking stuff was done. Like yeah. we used to do that yeah. in the early days of Facebook. Mm. I remember Justin Heinrich and I would always get on mm -hmm. Facebook and like look up kids and see mm -hmm. if they, you know, because <laughs> always it, Facebook official, right? Yeah, you know? exactly, like, exactly. So uh, just a different, just a. I, I was I was just shocked to hear that and see that and. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was nuts, man. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I didn't tell somebody to do that on our team. So I, it is that is a way to like get into the other guy's psyche. One hundred percent. I respect the shit out of the move. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah, it's, <laughs> it's uh, when they but, told me that, and then I mean, I, I don't know if that's what we were just kind of in a slump here, and, and yeah. hopefully we can write the ship. But uh, 
Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. that was it mentally, but I kind of laughed a little bit when they when they told yeah. me, and then when I came back, is home. is Facebook official like a thing? Still? I doubt it. Like, I doubt any of thing? these kids have Facebook. Yeah. I think I'm always super surprised when somebody's like, "Oh, I don't have like Brandon. He doesn't have Instagram, but right. he's got Facebook." It's right. Like, yeah, but he's like, old. He's old. Yeah, I know. But like, even like, <laughs> there's a group of. I mean, people that I've I've met or know, like, like I'm not on Instagram, but I have Facebook, and they're like, right. I know that, like, even at our age, I feel like it seems weird, right? Like, because I hardly ever use Facebook. Same. Like, I like to. Right now, I'm on a big kick of like trolling people <laughs> yeah. on uh, yeah. on like Vikings fan pages, which has been a blast. I can't and, wait to see more of that. Yeah, uh, check out back to even for more of that. So. Um, no, dude, but yeah, appreciate you coming down, spending your bye week with us. Yeah. Uh, quick turnaround. Sorry, uh, sorry, the performance was off, but it's part of the deal and no. um, part of it. No, I, uh, I, honestly, though, I think like there are good things coming. Like, I think that's that's the biggest thing is just, I mean, you even brought it up. I think it was earlier today. You're five, 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 fifth OC in five years. Right? right. Like, And so I think just you go back and look at almost anywhere, like whether it's college, high school, you name it, but you know, consistency is so important. Oh you yeah. Know, especially when it comes to, you know, coordinating one side of the football, like even our guys, you know, understanding like from spring to now, like just a consistency of what they're being coached and, right. and how they're being coached and the scheme and, and all that stuff. I can't stress the importance of, of that. So, um, you know, I think the guys just getting used to and adjusting to not only your style of coaching, but style of play and yeah. demands. Um, I don't know, man, like there's, there's definitely some, some good sparks there, especially, you know, um, obviously the quarterback's a, a huge bright spot. Like he was really, really fun to watch. Um, you know, seems, seems like a sharp kid. So I, I got to talk to him after the game, but, um, you know, I think there's some bright spots, you know, especially with some of those juniors and sophomores. And you've mentioned some of the younger cats, even younger than that, that, you're excited to watch it grow. Um, you know, and, and I think with the upper class, man, I, I think you know, they're, they're definitely given some effort. I think it's just hard just in terms of, you know, they're, they're in a tough spot. Like this is their last year. You only get to have them for a summer and this fall. Right. Like, that sucks. Like I wish right. there's, there's definitely a lot of those dudes where it's like, I wish you could have them for longer, Oh, for sure. you know, and, and just um, be able to coach them up and, and teach. So, but no, I, I'm excited to see, know what what happens as you guys continue to grow for sure yeah it's a fun spot to be in too because i mean willow won their first district title ever last year Mm -hmm. they're seven and three realistically like we could be a seven and three team like the meat of our our schedule was the first four games and would have loved to have been better than one and three but it is what it is right and now we gotta just gotta figure it out and fight and um but yeah you know we're relatively young. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We had two starters return on defense and two starters return. on That's crazy. And it's a totally, and they're going into two. I mean, not only do they have me new, they have a right. new defensive coordinator, right. new D line coach. Yep. Um, you know, there's just a lot of changes and, and we're young. So it's like, right. okay. And realistically we have a shot to, you know, we we went out, we we win the district title again. Right. You know, so a lot of good things there. And I mean, it's that's a thing. It's it's just it's so different from and I know that football's football, but high school ball is different everywhere. It's yeah. like you know, back home everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like here, 
only the top 16 team makes a playoff. Right. I mean, like it's, it's truly the state tournament. Yeah, exactly. Like you yeah. get in or you don't, yep. you play your 10. Yep. So it's like, okay, there's a lot of, I think like when you sit on it, it's like, Hey, we're trying to make the playoffs, but it's like, no, we're trying to make the state tournament. Like, right. Those are our, you know, you win three games, you're a state champion. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nothing else. There's no yeah. section BS. It's exactly. like you literally you win, you play your 10 game, right? Or 11 weeks in the regular season, 10 mm-hmm. games. And if you then, you know, it's it's 16 teams. It's the best 16 right. teams. And I don't know, man, it's just different to it. Not like, but I've caught myself saying a couple like thinking a couple times, like we just have to be playing really good football at the end of the year. Right. But that's not how it is down here. Yeah. Like back home, Every like game I was always like, Every you know, like, matters, hey, if yeah. we're if we're zero and six, but mm-hmm. we're trending up or whatever, mm-hmm. and we did, you know, towards the end of my time at Geck, we right. won, we won that first road game in forever, and right. um, you just had to be playing good football at the end of the year, right? But not here. Like you got to be playing good football all the time, yeah. Which is fun, but it changes, and I think that's, I think it's part of the reason too why. And you could probably attest to this. So many mm-hmm. colleges are after our kids. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not just, mm-hmm. I mean, they're essentially playing a college schedule. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say is like, you've, you've touched on this on other odds, but like a lot of what you guys do in, in, you know, fundraising, all that type of stuff is, is similar to the college level. But when it comes to the importance of each game, talk about, Every college football game is so important, especially like if as we look at the division one level, like hey, Florida lost their first game. Like right. that's gonna screw them, right? right? You know, so for you guys, like in order to even make it to a spot where you can go compete for a title, like you do have to win most, if not all, of your games. Right. So I think that part can't be understated just in terms of like how similar that is down here. And um yeah and the quality quality of guys that are down here is is super high so that's why there's a huge demand but also like you've talked about like the saturation is unbelievable yeah unbelievable like just the sheer amount of dudes fifth largest metro fourth or fifth largest metro whatever but there's only five places in the state of arizona for kids to go play college football Mm -hmm. and two of them are now in the big 12 so that takes away I mean, a percent of the kids that are here. Like, 100%. I know, like, it seems like a lot of kids get, you know, U of A or mm-hmm. ASU offers, but there's a lot of D1 kids here for sure. For sure. And, but in the Valley. But realistically, that's the top 1% of kids. Right. Then we have NAU, and we're, really, we're just moving the meter from 1% to maybe 4 or 5%. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so exactly. now you have 95% of our athletes that could go to – Arizona Christian or yep. Ottawa yep. who are NAIA schools. Yep. And so that's where all the D2, D3 back home, yep. especially yep. like, I know we've talked about the showcases, but like yep. you guys were down here. Greeny was here. Yep. I'm just walking around and I saw familiar faces of guys that other D3 schools that yep. I know that would pop in and check out the Jags. And it's just mm-hmm. like, this is wild to me, but you're right. The saturation is crazy. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money that parents spend here. Yeah. For their kids. I mean, it's like kids have to go play college sport. Like, yeah. there's so many, like, they'll do anything. And they, I mean, we could talk about you went and worked at a camp mm-hmm. at, where was that, Wisconsin? What was the Wisconsin? Claire? Uh, at River Falls. River, River Falls. Falls. Yeah. So we had, like, we had, there was a Lake Forest, which is a D3 school in mm-hmm. Illinois. They come out here and they run a camp. 
Yep. And they charge like 500 bucks or excuse me, they charge 50 bucks a kid. Yep. And I think they had three or four of them and there was over 500 kids each day. And it's just, I mean, really like it's a money grab for Lake Forest. Right. They give out a t-shirt. Yep. They have their coaches down here. So they get to come hang out. They pay off their, you know, their VRBOs. Yep. And they get a recruit kit. So it's a huge win for them. And it's a fundraiser. 100%. So then you were telling me you went to River River Falls to work one. And how many kids went? Over a thousand. A thousand kids. Over a thousand kids. And how, what was the, how much was it? I don't, I don't, I should have looked. I thought it was like 40, 40 bucks, something like that. Right. But like. Yeah, it might have even been more than that. I should look, but it was just—it was crazy the sheer amount of Minnesota. They called it the Minnesconsin Mega Camp. That's what they called it. And it's just a one-day thing. It was a one. It was a one evening thing. It was a one evening. Couple thing. hours. It was from like six to like nine. Okay, so, that's insane. That's, <laughs> but that's just—I mean, it's just wild that more places aren't doing that, especially down here. Like I know like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky mountain college there. I think they're in Colorado. They might be a D two. Yeah. Something like that. Um, they come down and do one. And then like uh, we host one for Western New Mexico, which those are some really good dudes, but like yeah. their sounds like a blast. They start, they, so they leave, which obviously like, okay, it's a D two school in Western New Mexico. Right. Not a ton of great football players out there. Just right. Where you're at, especially right. at that level. And so they also play teams from Texas, the conference there, and they play like St. Angelo State yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so those guys, they were telling us like they start in San Diego. Okay. And then they, they rent a sprinter van. They drive all the way out to San Diego, which really for them, they're probably four hours from here. It's maybe a nine, 10 hour drive. Right. They go to San Diego and then they bounce their way back. So they go from, they have one in San Diego. Then there's, they go to one in um, Vegas. I think mm-hmm. they go go up into Utah somewhere, oh, really? and then they come down. So then they they were at our place. Then they did one in Tempe. Then they did one in Tucson, and then they go. But then so each day they're there. They have a day before and a day after to just like hang out. So they stay uh, at their VRBO and they hang out as a staff. Yeah, and they raise money. I think they charge like maybe fifty bucks, sixty bucks a kid. I don't know. Um, this again, they gave them T shirts. Wow. Um. Uh, they, you know, they offered a couple kids, but there was maybe like 40, 50 kids right. at most. I know there was only one running back, which I thought that was wild. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, dude, it's just uh, to see all that down here. Yeah. It's just insane to me. Um, just because we didn't see it back home. And, you know, like we were talking this morning about Martin Luther. Right. In New Ulm. New Ulm. Yeah. And I don't think that there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that probably even know, one, that Martin Luther College is a thing. Would you bet? I mean, people in when I was growing up at USC in Wells, Minnesota, I did not know Martin Luther College. I had no idea that there was a college in New Ulm growing up in. I knew South Central, the freaking community college college. in Mankato was there for sure, but not that not Martin Luther. But and then we're talking how wild it is that those guys and I never saw a Martin Luther guy when I was the head coach in Grenada, Truman. Um, so it's just so insane to me that there's a college and I, I am pretty biased, but I think there's a lot of really good athletes that get overlooked. And I think we've had the talk of like, it's probably, it really comes down on how much they're willing to spend, right. For the kids to go to school or to do extra stuff. But there's a lot of athletes that don't go play college football that could. And then you have a D three school 
45 minutes away, not even from Fairmont. Yeah. From, yeah, from, from Jackson. Those, yep. From all the nine man schools in there. Like, yep. if you could just recruit the nine man, like, section teams, you would mm. put together a pretty, I really do believe you put a pretty competitive team together. And those guys don't. And it's just so crazy to me. So then we were looking up the roster and they all went to like Luther Prep somewhere in Wisconsin. Well, that's, and that's what I was going to say is like no, almost none of them were from the area from Minnesota. Right. They're not local kids, which is crazy. Like if you look around New Ulm, I mean, you got Wilmer, Wilmer's close. You got Marshall's pretty close. Like obviously Mankato's close. But yeah, Fairmont, Jackson. um, you know, Sox Center, St. Cloud, like it's Hutchinson. Like, I mean, and within all of those schools are a ton of smaller schools as well. Right. You know, and, and Mountain Lake's pretty close to there actually too. Speaking of nine man, right? right. Like, I don't it, know. It's, it's just crazy to me. It is. It's wild. And like nobody, uh, no, I, I couldn't, I mean, maybe there's a huge following in New Orleans. Maybe everybody loves going to Martin Luther games. I have no idea where they even play their games. I have no idea. Maybe I've, New Ulm high been. school. I I think they might have their own field. Really? I think so. I don't know. I'd have to look, but I think that was one of those things where it just surprised the heck out of me that like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I ever see those. No, dudes. you know, like if I'm at a coaching conference or anything like that, I just don't feel like I ever well, that's see just, those. That's it too. Like how many, how many of those coaching clinics have we been to? I've never seen somebody from Martin mm-hmm. Luther. I think my whole point here is that's literally like Ottawa or uh, Arizona Christian yeah. not recruiting kids from the Valley. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's, yeah. And they don't have kids from outside of the Valley. Yeah. <laughs> like, mo- like we have kids that go to Ottawa and that's, that's in surprise. It's just mm-hmm. down the street on, on bell road. That's literally 10 blocks. If that from, yeah. well, actually Ottawa softball, Plays its home games at our softball field. No way. Yeah, you guys have some nice facilities. We do. We're very, we're very blessed. But it's just, it's just a crazy thing. Like I, I just see all these kids here that get opportunities because they play football in Arizona, and that's right. literally the only reason why. Right. And then I think about all the kids back home that don't get opportunities, and there's, there's a school thirty seconds down the street. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So no, that's. I mean, that's true. And the funny thing is uh, that. They literally have their own, um, like they have two, three high schools, two high schools. Yeah, there's in Mar- New Ulm. Yeah, there's Cathedral, yeah. MVL, public, and then MVL. MVL, yeah. <laughs> so there's literally a two. There's three feeder schools. Yeah, they have literally their own football field on campus. They do. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, open grass area right here, right here. So I don't know, man. I think it's it's super interesting that yeah, like they've got their own football field and area and all that type of stuff. So, and and again, it's not us like ripping on Martin Luther. No, it's it's just, it's just us saying like, Hey, like when you have the opportunity and you know, there's, there are people and kids in the area. I think it's, it's interesting just how people target recruits in general, right. Or how you go about your business. So I think especially down here, it's really cool to see schools get after it and they I'm, I'm pretty sure they take as many as they can get like I'm, I don't I don't see Ottawa like not recruiting the Phoenix area it's like hey or even going outside of the area like I, even for us like we don't see them like recruiting some like Cali or right. Utah very no. much like they're like hey we've we got all the talent we need right here we just got to keep kids home exactly it's like yeah. literally the easiest recruiting gig in yeah. the world 
Uh, no, it's in, it's it's absolutely insane, and it is nuts. Like since I've been there, like just to see like the sheer amount of D one programs that roll mm. through. And, like if you go into Stang's room, he's got like all the cards. Which if you ever go into high school, you should send a card to the coach just because like you know, it just mm. looks cool. So it's just another thing that I've taken in. Yeah, but like all, I mean, last year I think we had. Like 27, 28 D1 schools stop by no in the street. Just because we're right there and right. they're stupid not to. Right. And like, we all, they, Willow also had like the number three running back in the nation a couple years ago. Mm. He was committed to Ohio State and then he decommitted. And it's a great story. Uh, but he, the kid literally decommitted in class no. on Twitter. Yeah, he so he was committed to Ohio State. I think it was around the time like all the urban stuff was going on. So oh. it was a, well, maybe not, maybe not because he's still playing at Temple. But anyways, the kid ended up going to Texas A and M, then transferred. He's starting running back at Temple right now. Interesting. Um, but Stang said as soon as he decommitted because he was number three running back in the nation. Right. Within an hour, they were they people would call. They're like, is this Justin Sangler, head coach of Willow Canyon High no School? Kidding. And they're like, yes. And then he'd be like, please hold for Nick Saban. And it's just like, what? what's going on? Why is he decommitting? You know, like, what do you know as his head coach? Because he had offers from all those schools. Wow. So, I mean, just in, so you have one kid and you never know when a kid's going to pop up or yeah. what they're going to do. And I think, especially out here, I think it benefits to go to all the schools because you might find the guy that everybody overlooks because he doesn't go to a Pinnacle or Horizon, yeah. a Suaro, a Chandler, yeah. Hamilton, whatever. That, ha- that happened to me this summer, dude. Like, I, because I went to some schools and visited and went to practices, like, I found some dudes right. that I'm hoping that we can get. Like, dudes that I really like. Right. And especially, like, in some of those schools, like, unfortunately, they're not having the best years. Right. And they have good coaches, like, and they have good players. And one of those deals, not winning football games. Typically, what I've seen is people will pile on to schools that have success instead yeah. of like looking for those dudes that they feel like are cultural fits can play and be system fits too. So I think that part's really, really important to make sure, like even as a recruiter, you're down your eyes and crossing your T's. One hundred percent. But no, that's it's interesting that you say that, like in terms of like calling the head coach, because even even for us, when I've seen guys decommit. Or when I've seen like guys hit the portal, it's like, boom, like it's, it's like blood in the water and there's sharks all over the place. Like that's exactly how it feels is like, we all are just like, yo, Hey, we like this dude. Or we liked him in the recruiting process. Like I've seen that already where I've seen, um, you know, guys that I recruited that are trying to leave the school that they were originally went to. And like, I'm just like, shoot, man, let's go. Let's go. I, I loved you in the recruiting process. Like, Hey, you don't like where you're at, man. Like we're, we're still here for you. So uh, it's super interesting. That's got to be the most exciting part. And I think it's kind of funny. Like we're technically like we have to recruit, but it's not like, that. right. Like we recruit kids. Like we make sure that kids come to our youth camps. Right. And like we had youth camps and we have a freshman running back who the first day, the first thing I could do is just going through the HR process. Right. was like, go to a youth camp. Right. And it was supposed to be, Fourth, fifth, uh, yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. So mm-hmm, going, mm-hmm. anyone going into fifth through ninth grade. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I showed up and I just saw his name's, uh, 
Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. It doesn't matter. He's a freshman. But anyways, I just saw this kid and I was like, well, he's got to be one of our varsity yeah. players for sure. Yeah. You know, so I just, I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Coach Sam, just trying to introduce myself and I, who I thought was varsity. And um, I'm like, what grade are you going to be in next year? He's like, ninth. And I was like, oh, you're actually here for the youth camp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it was wild. Uh, his name's Joel Cooper, by the way. Um, but he, Joel, he is. He is a freak. He is an absolute stud, and it's yeah. just and we have we have a freshman quarterback who is extremely good, and it's just like I think I told you last yeah. night, like yeah, not hating on anybody, but back home those guys would have been dudes yeah. as freshmen, yeah, and here they're just freshmen, yeah, like they're just, they're just on our freshman <laughs> team, and we have this seventh grader. Uh, there's a lineman. I couldn't believe it. He was going into eighth grade, so he was a seventh grader. He is like six five, six six already. Gosh, uh, big, obviously big Abe, but he is—he's just a monster. I don't know how tall this kid's gonna get, That's and I just crazy. hope that he keeps going to Willow uh, or within our feeders. Is he that tight tight end? No, player? it's not him, but it's Golly. another one. I mean, you just see these kids, and you're like, "Holy smoke!" And how fast they change. And yeah, um, a shout out, Coach Clay too. Like our strength and conditioning coach is a freak, and he. You know, he's like, I'm not going to turn them into weightlifters. I'm not going to turn them into powerlifters. Right. Like, they're going to be athletes. Yeah. And they are. And that's, I mean, that's the difference where it's like sometimes that you can just see it. And especially in like, I mean, just when they compete, like they yeah. just, they believe in themselves a lot of times. Right. I and mean, obviously these last two weeks, it's it's been a struggle. Is, and, is he the one that like at halftime gets them out? and It's stretching. Dude, like I got to say, like, he knows, he's. He he had those dudes moving. Like yeah. I, I was very impressed with like how choreographed it, everything was. Like when you say that, hey, we have a full time strength coach as a yeah. high school, and you said like that dude's the man. When I got to like just experience him getting them ready after halftime, I'm like, okay, yeah. Like I'm like, let's go. So I yeah. I believe that 100. percent Yeah, we're extreme. He'll definitely get a college job. He's had a yeah. couple, uh, but I may maybe not. I don't know. He's got a young family. Maybe he's just super. Intent and happy raising his family and surprise. Is he a little older? A little older, I think, maybe two or three years. But yeah, I, he got babies. You know, yeah. So, I liked his juice, man. I yeah, liked him. he's a classic strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. <laughs> Carries our big play title belt Let's and the go. turnover <laughs> chain around. You know, um, so uh, I love that. But it's 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 fun. It's a good spot. It's it's and I mean, you got to see it. It is. It's it's like being at a small college, and it's a blast. Yeah. And um. Yeah, man, it's it's just fun. I'm glad you got to come down and see it and experience it. Yeah, for all it is, and well, game day is just different. It is. Yeah. I wish you could come to the Valley game. I know. Keep talking about it. I know. And that's the other thing, like about last night. And, um, I didn't really realize it until after the game, but Willow, so the school, the high school was built in '03. Was the first year of classes. So mm. in '03, everybody was freshmen or sophomores. So that's how they do it yeah. at a new high school. Oh, really? There's no juniors or seniors. Huh. So they don't, they have a freshman team and then a JV team, mm. and then they move up. And then the second year of the high school, so when they're seniors, is the first year of the varsity program. So uh, 2004, 2005 would have been the first year of the varsity program. Wow. Willow Canyon has never beat Millennium. That's just crazy to so me. So they're 0 and 17 or whatever, do the math. Damn. Right? Yeah, roughly. 0 and 18 now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then same with Valley. Like Valley Vista is six blocks away, and they've never beat them. Really, it's a six A school, wow. so they're bigger than us. 
Um, and they got some dudes, but yeah. they're also they're own four right now. So it's like, well, let's, let's yeah. battle. You know, yeah, it's exactly. two weeks away. Yeah, exactly. I'm not looking yeah. for. I mean, not, not looking, looking ahead, ahead. But yeah, yeah, I'm juiced up because just the way the kids talk about that game and like how there's like not a seat in the house and both bands are like on the track and they're just yeah. going crazy the whole time and yeah. it's like it's gonna be absolutely insane yeah. atmosphere i should i've I, we should ask ton to take like a panoramic picture when yeah. she goes because like the way that you've described it makes me just i love i love that about high school football like yeah. i think that's even like there are definitely d3 programs that like get after it no doubt about it i think it's just something that you lose unless you're at a certain division of college football where right. it's just like, there's so much school pride for sure that people, everyone gives a shit or everyone's going to the hundred percent. Right? Like, and I just think like high school football captures that no matter really where you're at for the most part. Right. That just is, it's going to be a sweet. super awesome atmosphere. Like, yeah. like you said, like no seats in the house, the band has to be on the track. Like, yeah. That's that's going to be a super dope to coach in for. And I think like I, I mean at least people that watch the Horizon game like our entrance is cool like it lights some smoke you know some yeah. blue smoke and some white smoke yeah. and it's just cool atmosphere for a high school you know yeah, like, exactly uh, yeah they're all in on it and it's cool to see so no it's exciting um, but I guess you know last time you're on we we're obviously at the start of our seasons yeah. Um, to just give a quick little update on on the pipes and what's yeah. been happening, dude. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a fun first year, you know, coordinating a defense uh, for for me and my co coordinator, Coach Greenwald. And uh, first game of the year uh, came out swinging. Uh, it was it was a ton of fun. Uh, just that first game, um, a crown crown team, another D three school in a different conference in our state. Um, you know, they've, they've got a ton of great athletes, um, and uh, respect the heck out of those guys. Um, you know, fortunately for us, we were able to generate six takeaways that game as a defense, um, which was, was awesome. You know, as one thing for us, we, um, for us as a team, we kind of started some, something within our culture, similar to like what the old Ole Miss team does with, with the shark fin uh, on the head. And, um, you know, the guys really, really bought into that. So anytime we, <laughs> we forced to take away, those dudes were doing that. Um, we actually almost drew a 15 yard penalty because, because of it on, on one play. Um, I got my first sideline warning ever, uh, during that game. Cause I was shark finning and high stepping down the sideline. So <laughs> I was getting a little rowdy myself, but no, it was, it was, it was a super fun game to see our dudes go out there and play hard and, and physical, um, on the defensive side of the ball. Then, you know, for the offense, you know, our, our, our new OC coach Shelby had, had things rolling there. Um, you know, we, we had a freshman from Arizona running back who ran for over a hundred yards. Um, another one of our running backs had a really good day as well. And then got a super talented wide receiver core as well. Um, young cat from Moundsview had a really, really big, uh, scoring play. And then, um, we've, we've got all conference wide receiver, Charlie Wilson, who's, who's just killing it. So First game, um, we did it. We did a great job uh, in terms of both sides of the ball, taking care of the ball and taking it away. So that was super fun. But um, came away with a win there. And then our second game was uh, over in Morris, Minnesota, a night game over there, um, which was actually their homecoming. Um, so it was our first homecoming win. That was kind of fun. But um, so we 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 didn't play as well on defense. I didn't think the offense did did really really well again. Um, our quarterback threw for five touchdowns, four of them to you know Charlie Wilson, um, and so that was super fun. The offense was was really really humming, so I was excited about that. 
Um, and then on defense, we, uh, I was a little frustrated with how we played. Um, and those guys know that, like I've, I've communicated that with them. So it's, this shouldn't be any surprise to them, but, um, you know, I felt, felt as though we, we didn't tackle up to our standard. I think that was something that was super frustrating. Like, um, and not saying we had these dudes in perfect calls by any means, but we were right. putting them in positions to make plays. That was one thing our head coach said to us at halftime. He was just like, Hey, you guys are calling a good game. Like, that's what he said. He was like, you guys are calling a good game. You're putting these dudes into positions to succeed. Um, we just need to, we need to change. We need to, you know, you need to go execute. So, um, you know, I think in the second half, that was something our guys did. We came out right away, got a three and a three and out in the second half. Um, got a takeaway in the second half as well. Um, so kept that train rolling in that game as well. Gave up a little more points than I would have anticipated us giving up, but, um, no, a win's a win's a win in that situation. That was one thing where you you were like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, ah, it's, you know. But at the end of the day, like, college football games are hard to win no matter oh, yeah. where you're at. Um, so it, it, it's it been going good, uh, you know, just from our perspective. I think we've got really high standards for ourselves, um, you know, just in terms of how, you know, Coach Green and I coordinate. Yeah. Um, and so I think the the biggest thing for us is last year we were 2-0 at this point, too. Um, and then we lost eight straight. Right. So, you know, for us, it's you know, really leaning into the mentality of always hungry, never full. And, um, you know, for us, it's, hey, like we we actually got pissed in the bye week here. Um, you know, kind of got after it one day because I, I was mad that during our, our walkthrough period, we, we weren't high enough intensity. Yeah. I was pissed. Um, and I just said, like, you know, that's not our standard. So I'm, I'm excited for how we attack this week. Um you know, we're, we're going into conference play here. And for us, I think it's no surprise, like you know, one of the top, top conferences in the nation just as a whole. Um, and uh, we're, we're going down to Carlton, uh, down the you know, going down to play the Carls, baby. Um, right. You know, really, honestly, really, really well coached team. Um, and those players are always really well put together. Yeah. Um, I'm always, you know, super, super, not surprised, surprised, not the word, but just like, in in like man like they I feel as though they do a great job strengthening yeah you know so I I'm always super juiced up to see those dudes um you know on offense they lost a handful of guys um up front and then a really good quarterback honestly probably one of my favorite Mayak quarterbacks that I've seen really uh from 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 the last few years he was he was really good I liked him a lot um. And, uh, but you know, Hey, they, they, they stock the well, cause they've got a couple of other good kids that, that can throw the right. ball and run the ball a little bit at the quarterback position. So, um, they've got a really good tight end. They got some really good running backs. Um, and then, uh, they've, they've got some really good wide receivers. So I'm excited as we open up conference play next week, to go down, go down to Northfield, play, play Carlton, play the Carls, play the Carls, um, the, the Mayak, Mayak naming convention. Yeah. Uh, I know they're the Knights. We, we, um, but, uh, no, it, it should be fun, man. I'm, I'm excited to see how we do as we get into conference play another tough conference year for us. Um, a lot of teams looking really, really, really good. Um, so should be fun. I think the biggest thing for us is we, we just want to go one and know every week. You know what I'm saying? So, That's right. um, like even I sent, I, I sent you some screenshots. I, I, I sent our guys a new yeah. wall phone wallpaper for every week. Um, and then after, Last on sent on Sunday, this last Sunday, I sent it to all of our players to update their phones, and some of them hit me back and were like, "Coach, it says one and zero, not two and zero, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yo, we're going one and zero in the bye week, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're attacking every week, just one and zero. We got to go one and zero every week. So, you know, I think as long as we can 
consistently have that mentality um, and consistently attack every single week that way. Uh, it should be a fun, fun and exciting year. No, that's exciting. It is. It's exciting stuff. I love. That's my big thing that I preach to the guys too. I think one and zero is such an easy slogan. Um, yep. Then I just kind of crank it up. Like you know, PJ always talks about one and zero in the yeah in the season. Yeah, and I just really get them to buy into that. Like, okay, Monday is Mondays are preseason. You know, like we're yep. rolling, and mm-hmm. so it, I think it helps us move on faster. Right. I hope at least I don't. I don't spend a ton of time like. Like with the guys watching prior film, right? Um, right. I just uh, don't. I don't know. I think right. I think that there's better use of time to get ready. Like I'll like we'll, your previous we'll, games, right? We'll yeah. address stuff and we'll fix it. But they know we lived it. Yeah. Right. Like there's right. no there's no sense in in picking it back up. But yeah. No, it's uh, I'm excited for you. I think. Uh, Maybe we, we could both get fired this year. Could, yeah, know. I mean, yeah. What is it? There's there's two types of college coaches or coaches in the world. Coaches that have been ha- fired have been and fired will be fired. Those that haven't been fired yet. So yeah. um, that's hey, that's the way it goes, man. I, I think uh, no matter where you're at, like you gotta, you know, you gotta approach every game like it's your last one. Uh, whether you're playing or coaching, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, even one thing that um, our head coach was telling me is something that he pulled from Coach Tomlin was similar to what you were saying like every week is a season so for us it's this season is is carlton season right and then we're on to the next season right you know and it's just a different way of like working through your focus like for me i texted like i know some of the guys at bethel and after they um lost to warburg i was just like hey like refocus reset get after it um, and I sent, I sent that same message to a high school coach out in Utah that I know really well, like they played a really tough game and it's just like, Hey, time, time to refocus. Like you're good. Like reset, refocus, let's roll. You right. Know what I'm saying. And I think that part can't be understated, like across the board as a competitor, percent. like if you go into a game six and you're up three, two and you lose and now it's three, three, like, okay. Yeah. Who cares? Let's right. go. Like, you know, on to the next one like that. Right. That can't be understated. So um, no matter what happens, I think that's that's really huge. And, and same thing, same thing for us. Like I one thing I tell our guys is when we're fixing any mistakes or watching that tape, it's just, hey, just receive coaching. Right. Now. Right. That's it. Like it's hey, this is over with. We can't do anything about what it is or even on the sideline. Like there's some stuff where, hey, like stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Like. But Things it, are gonna go bad. Yeah, and it did, and, and it did on Saturday. Guess right. what? We missed three tackles on one play, and they scored a touchdown. Right. Like, okay, I can't do anything about that now, like on the sideline. But so I think that's one big thing for me that I've tried to help our guys understand is like just receive coaching. Like I'm not getting at you or getting after you. It's hey, oh, 100%. here's here's what we can do to get better. One hundred. You know. Um. So I think that part's really. It's a really cool thing, like as a coach, just to work through that because, um, yeah. And then you you get better, and then you, like you said, you always say this. You and I have I hate how similar we are sometimes because I I say the same thing. You win or you learn, right? Um, and those opportunities, even after you win, you still learn. So, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to learn. Um, I think that's just my big takeaway. Truly, you have to you have to find a way right. to learn. Um. And I don't know. I just, I think it's easy, especially the last two weeks, me, if I could 
you get all butthurt and sad or we right. can pack it in, but I want to find out what these guys are made of. Right. You know, right. like I want to be here for a couple of years, you know, like, yeah, we have goals and dreams and all that, yep. but like, I don't want to, I don't want there to be a sixth OC in six years. Yeah, exactly. Opinion, right. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a bunch of pressure on me because we haven't scored a point in two weeks. I have no idea. Maybe right. there is. Maybe right. they're already drafting up the <laughs> get rid of them papers. I have no idea. Yeah. And if they are, that's fine. It is what it is. Yep. Um, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It's fun to be back. Yeah. That's all I can say. I'm fun. I'm excited. It's fun to, fun to watch your stuff on Saturdays yep. while I'm watching film. Uh, last week's radio announcer for Morris. <laughs> Top five worst announcers of all time. <laughs> Every time anybody lined up in doubles, so I cut. I just kind of had I had it on the iPad. And I think I even yeah. told you like I was yeah, doing yeah. some laundry and stuff and picking up finishing film, and so I wasn't like intently watching. Right, I just right. had it on, and I'm listening to him, and he'd be like in quads formation again. And I'm like, Who's running quads? I look up and it's literally two by two like, well, or doubles. Oh, it's close. Yeah. Close. Uh, There's four quite. receivers out there yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So no, it's funny. Uh, no. But uh, they, they, uh, it's just also, I mean, different for you, I think. <clears throat> yeah. But like, I think it's just wild how, you know, you talked about nice facilities we have. Yeah. Some of our kids, could go end up going to a Morris, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. they're probably, maybe they're yeah. down here again. Yeah. They're going to go play at a high school field worse than ours. Yes. Correct. To play college football. Yeah. And, and I, and I mean, there are, I mean, we talked about Martin Luther and, and that's true. I mean, there, there are multiple schools. I mean, teams that are on our schedule and teams that are in our area that don't play on that nice of facilities and you know, it's just, it, it's just a different, different vibe. But I think that's also where there are a ton of schools making a push on that yeah. side too. Like one of our schools in our conference, Gustavus, like they just have a brand new indoor facility and this huge, huge indoor facility. That's awesome. And then we hear about Eau Claire, right. like Eau Claire is building a multi-million dollar. It's what the 11th largest indoor facility Something. in the nation. Across the nation, not just Division Three, just in general. Right. Like, that is just bonkers. So, I mean, there's definitely, you definitely get a mix of both. And, and, and you got to figure out what's important to you. 100%. Like if, if I'm one of your guys, what's important to me? Right. Like, is it facilities? Is it, I want to have nice stuff, and I, but I'll lose every game? Or is it like, you know, so I, I it just kind of depends. Like, do I want to win a ton right. and play on a grass field? Like, or, or, you know, whatever. So, I think that's the biggest thing too, is you like, look at some of this stuff and this is what you and I, or I think you and I were talking about this. Like, are you committing to a, Oh, I was talking to Ton about this, but like, I was just saying like, Hey, do you want to commit to a place because you love the school? Like, because you love the coaches, right? Like, what is it going to be? Because 100%. I, I know that like for me myself, like I tell guys to make the decision based on academics. I want to make sure this is, verbatim what I tell guys I want to make sure we're a good fit athletically and academically so any of any kid that I've talked to on the phone I'm sure you've heard me say that before but like also I know I know that the coach is making like if if the coach isn't making an impact on you then you know I think that speaks for itself 100% because I've had multiple kids tell me like here at Hamlin like hey you know I'm not telling myself because I know it's multiple coaches but like hey you were one of the reasons why 
Right. You know, and same, I know kids have told Coach Greenwald, Coach Harris, you know, Coach Taylor. I, I know they've told those guys that same thing too. So it's just, you got to figure out what it is that's important or, you know, figure out who you want to be around. You 100%. Know, that, that plays such a huge part. Like, if you go somewhere and the coaches could give a shit about you, like, that sucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that part sucks. Like, I know there was one kid that we were recruiting, um, and he went to a school within our conference. His brother plays for us. And he's just like, yeah, he hates it. How wild is that? Like, that, I mean, I think playing college football with your brother would be dope. Yeah. Well, and, and again, like, I, I'm, I wasn't his recruiting coach, so I can't speak about, like, what that was like. But right. I, I just think, like, it's just crazy because, you know, he went to this other school. Sounds like, you know, that he was promised certain things. Sure. And now he's not getting those certain things. Over you know, promise, under deliver. Classic recruiting yeah, pitch. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. I, I've told, I tell guys, like, hey, like, especially linebackers I'm recruiting, like, hey, we've got two to three dudes. They're really good. Right. You're going to be behind them. You may see the field. May not. <laughs> like, right. Um, you know, but so I, I don't know. I think that part's super interesting. Like when you go somewhere finally and it's different than what I yeah. think that is, that's just got to suck. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know what that's like personally. Right. But I just, I can't imagine being a kid right now and being sold a bill of goods and, and not it just not being what you imagined or even just what you were told. Like right. if, if you tell me Bennett, that I'm going to come to Willow and play, I'm going to anticipate that that's going to happen. Right. That's why I think it's wild when guys just at all ever outside, you have, have the opportunity to compete for a spot. Like that should be the only, yeah. Am I going to start? You have the, you'll have the opportunity to compete. <clears throat> we, we play the best yeah. guys like that. Yep. You should like, I don't, I don't understand how you could sit yep. in a living room. I mean, unless you're truly recruiting, a division one kid and you got a top yes. five guy in the nation Correct. at said position. And you know, you know, is he better in high school than what we have on our roster? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a realistic possibility you'd start for us next year, but everybody can be, but even then, like just how you say it. So it's just wild. There's, um, there's very few kids that I've talked to this year that I've said, yes, you would be able to come and play. Early. Right. And one of those one of those positions is tight end. Like we don't have as many tight ends as we would like. Like we have technically three, two or three on roster. And so I'm like, hey, yes, we run a lot of eleven and twelve personnel. Right. So we need you. Right. Like you know, and and it's 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 one of those things where it's like, listen, he, playing time's important to this kid. Great. You're gonna have an opportunity to earn yeah. that time. And that's the way I always say it. You're gonna have an opportunity to earn time. Right. Like, you're not just going to magically find the field. Like if Correct. you don't know what you're doing and the coaches don't trust you, right. then you don't just fall into playing time. That's right. just, it's just not how that works. If you suck and we all of our tight ends are hurt, probably going to run 10 personnel. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think that part's super important. Like just in terms of like, it's a high school kid asking good questions. Like, I don't know, I can't understate that enough. Like go look at a roster. Like oh, I've, for I've sure. had multiple kids say like, yeah, I looked at the roster and blah, blah, blah. And, you should. I'm just like, hell yeah, good, glad. Like, that's great, you know? And then I've had kids be like, hey, I don't see anybody that has this number on your team. Like, if I come there, can I get that number? And we actually did that for a few guys. Kid, Actually, two kids from Arizona, we were like, yeah, we'll give you that number if you come. And they got that number. I know? love it. So, it's you know, it's... Hell know, yeah. <laughs> like, screw it, man, you know? Um, so... 
you got to stay true to your word. Like that, that was multiple kids where, um, like that kid from Basha, number 12, super important to him. And then our running back, 33. Yep, you got it. Sounds good. We don't have a guy in 33 right now, all years, you know, so. I don't know. I think that stuff's important to make sure you're sticking to your word. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's good shit. Um, so today is probably the only day you get to watch college true division one college football. True. Day. Yep. Uh, yep. We've had it on while we've been working here. It's been um, fun. It has been, it is. I, it is, I do enjoy having college football on in the back background. Yes. All the time. Um, yes. Worst official Saturday. Oh you've my ever seen gosh. So, the thing I don't understand is on the field for yeah. us, it's you'll complain about something to an official. That's not my call. Right. And I'm like, then whose call is it? I know. I like, hate that answer. I get know? that all the time. And so we saw, even in the Gophers game, we saw multiple officials not make calls and someone else threw the flag, throw a flag that it definitely was not his call. Right. And then we see stuff that doesn't get called at right. all. And so, I mean, just even, even my biggest thing as, as an official is don't impact the game. Right. Like in a negative way. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know what like, I'm saying? We obviously, we need officials to play the game. And I know that there's an official shortage and that's probably because guys start at the extreme low levels mm-hmm. of youth and then they don't want to do it. Just right. like why athletes quit. His parents fucking suck. Mm-hmm. But like. In all honesty, like, even, like, last night, like, dude, <laughs> yes, we had a referee yes. go on a power trip, and it's like, okay, do not, like, don't be that guy, like, right. just officiate the game, like, that's the whole thing, like, don't go on a fucking power trip because you have a whistle and a flag. You can't, you can't let your emotions dictate how you are going to call the game correct i've officiated football games right. before it's it's very easy to let that impact you yeah it is i understand it but guess what sticks and stones may, ba- may break my bones <laughs> but right. words will never hurt me like are you serious are you seriously gonna let some other person who may complain to you about something impact your emotions 100%. that much where you feel as though you need to impact the game. 100%. And That's they do. wild. It is wild. It is absolutely insane to me. Um, like, so even for an example, like for me, I asked, I like to talk to at least the back end officials before yeah. every game. I like to try, you know, just get a feel for how they're going to call stuff. Um, so for our first game, I was talking to a guy and I was like, what are some of the things you guys are really looking for or looking to enforce? Right. Like as a, as a unit, you know? And he was just like, it's a great question. You know, he gave me a couple of things, you know, like holding and, you know, whatever it was. And he was like, to be honest with you, we want to call the big things and make those things matter so that guys quit doing it. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like an egregious play or a hit or a hold or like whatever it is, and if it's like anything where it's like on the line, he's like, we want to call that stuff so we stop it early. Sure. You know, and I was like, that's a great way to approach the officiating part of this game. Absolutely. Like, get it under control, make sure that shit doesn't happen, and shut it down early. Right. You know? And I was like, okay. And even one of our guys got a personal foul early. Guess what? Not the rest of the game. They weren't allowing that stuff. Right. You know, and they gave us a few warnings on stuff, like I already mentioned, but like, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate communicating 
that part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's always something that I'll see on tape and I'll go ask them about it. So like last year, there's a team that we face um, that you're not supposed to cut like second level and third level defenders downfield. So I went and asked, I was like, Hey, this is something these guys do. Who's going to call this? Who's, you know, it's illegal. Who's going to call it? Um, And they, they were just like, yeah, we don't have anyone in position to make that call. I'm like, okay, great. But now I know, right now I know the rules of engagement. I'm cool with that. Like I can live with it as long as I can tell my guys, Hey, you're going to get cut illegally. Make sure you're working your cut block technique. You know what I'm saying? So I think like, at least I knew Yeah. instead of me sitting there crying about it and being like, Oh no, they're cutting us downfield. Like, no, I know it's coming. Like, Shit happens, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, absolutely. So I don't know. As an official, like number one, we love the shit out of the people that do it. You know, I think I think that's can't be overstated. But um, there's definitely dudes that come on. Yeah, like you're you're an adult male. Like relax. That's just like, it. come on. Yeah. yeah, and he was he had that did had kind of a short man's complex, right, or whatever you said last said, night right? for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was a little guy. So they literally, they had a kid throw a punch for context. They had a kid throw a punch at one of our kids towards the nuts, like definitely in the stomach. And it was right in front of everybody. And they had just called back or a kick return that we took to the house on a lazy call. I mean, soft. It was not even close to a block in the back. And that's what they got us for. And I was like, okay. And so then our head coach is like hey like he just threw a punch and he said the same thing and he's like who's watching that and then they did the not my area not my area he's like good to know nobody's watching is what Stank said <laughs> and then the the ref just throws it up just like that with like some arrogance to it and then he's like is that a side coach and then i was like that's our head coach and i had some snark to it and then he's like you want one? And I was like, okay, like, what are we doing? Like, you just gonna, what are you gonna throw your hat in the air? Like, I don't understand, you know? Yeah. Go, go, give me one. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I got a sideline warning last week. I'll take one this week, I guess. Oh too. my gosh, dude. That's just, it, it's just crazy to me. It is insane. It's absolutely insane. So, um, if you're a referee, we do appreciate you. That's probably my biggest thing. It's like when I see the refs when I, at pregame, mm-hmm. I always say thanks for being here because I know without them, we can't play, mm-hmm. right? So I just say thanks for being here. And I had some, I have get some weird interactions when I was a head coach at Grenada. Um, we would always, I would write out a letter, a card, a thank you card, mm. and it said like you know thanks for taking time away from your family to to make sure that we can play the game. Greatly appreciate That's you. A great and idea. I would have all the everybody sign it. I would give the the cards or you know five refs whatever. I would give all the refs cards. Thank you. You know these are just thank yous from the team. Um, handwritten letters and so I try to as much as I can to appreciate referees because I know we need them. Yeah. But when they suck, dude, they suck, and it yeah. just pisses me off. So yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, we're it. watching. Watching some college football. It looks like Iowa State lost on oh a, my gosh on a made field goal. Apparently, I, I I can't even fathom that because every play gets reviewed in college football. Like, yeah. how do you not review that? I have no idea. Like, I don't understand how that slipped through the cracks. Like, I know we weren't watching that game specifically. We obviously saw it, right? But like, I I, I if I'm 
like we had a play like that happen to us last year where it caught the ball, landed at the one, and the ball just it went out onto the track. They called it a catch, and I'm like, what the shit? Like balls on know, the track. Yeah, right? I'm like, hey, uh, pretty hard for him to control through the ground. Like right. You know, um, and and we don't have the luxury replay. Correct. They do. Like I don't understand how you're not stopping the game that moment. That was. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. It makes zero sense to me. Um, they lost by three. They lost 10 to seven. <laughs> and then Matt Campbell apparently almost got in a fight with fans. So No shit. Yeah, I just saw a tweet before we started recording. Uh, somebody was like, hey, Campbell, you're on the hot seat. And then he like turned around and like charged at him. Yo. So oh pretty intense, gosh. pretty wild. I, I will say this. Like you as, as a player or coach, like you can't. Like, Dude, you're you gonna hear stuff. Yeah, I know. Speaking of trash talking, like, speaking of your players, like, <laughs> listen to this. One of my corners, um, his, his mom is, you know, she's in prison. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently the student section at Morris was chirping him about his mom being in jail. <laughs> oh, my God. On the field, yeah. I was just like, wow. Like, that was. That's a, deep. That was a next level pull. Yeah. On on that, I was just like, wow, like uh, I was I was impressed because and and he knows this like it's he's got he's got very like thick skin. So yeah. he was just like, yeah, I know. I know where she is. Right. <laughs> you Appreciate know? you. Let me know. Uh, um, but he just he laughed. He did. He did the whole like Jared Allen, like hand in the air thing. Like, give, keep, come, keep on, come on, come on, give it to me. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love that so much. I was just like, let's go, dude. Yeah, but it's uh, that was a high level chirp for sure. Like. From from fans, yeah, it was uh, it was high level. Yeah, I appreciate when they do some research. You know, uh, you got to do your homework. You do. You know, it just you makes do your the homework. game better. It makes the game better. <laughs> well, brother, I appreciate you. Um, it's been fun uh, hanging out this weekend. Yeah, you know, you're for sure. Heading back early in the morning, and yep, we're watching uh, Florida um, go up. Yep, Florida's Florida's about to go up. Florida's two getting scores. Yeah. Um, yep. Crazy on Tennessee. So. Um, yeah, we're just, uh, hanging out and I appreciate you coming down, checking out the cats. Let's go. Um, roll pipes, roll yep. cats. Might be a- roll damn pipes, roll, roll damn, damn pipes. pipes, baby. Love you, man. Uh, love you too, brother. Uh, appreciate you all for listening. Please like comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Check out back to even check out all the important stuff. Be good. Everyone. Cause I'm gonna